0: What up, world? My name is Timothy De Jesus.
1: Hi, everyone. Outer here Hello, folks. It's Kevin Kwok here. Hi, this is
0: Jeremy C. I just wanted to say this
2: about bottoms up perspectives. It's about real lives, real journeys, and real perspectives.
1: The whole idea behind Bottoms Up Perspective was from the word Kampai, or in Asian culture, um, oftentimes um we drink until our bo- uh, the bottom of our cup is empty and we turn it over. So it's uh, very much like just cheers, right? And building relationship. And that's what we're all about, is building authentic, solid relationships on a global level and being able to see things from a global perspective.
3: And no, we're not Alcoholics Anonymous. We are here to be the voice of everyone. I love the
0: idea that we're real people and we get to share our experiences with real people just like you.
1: So we look forward to having you join us. Hey, what's going on? Good morning and good evening, everyone. We're episode 22 and today we go talk about physical health, right? Um, We all love this topic. (laughs) So, um, so anyway, we have some special guests here. Um, We got Matt Chen and Ashish and um, I'm super excited. Um, So why don't you guys introduce yourself? Um, Go ahead. Whoever wants to go first.
4: Uh, I guess we'll save the best for last for Ashish, so I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, my name is Matt Chang. I am uh, the creator of Beyond the Movement and uh, the 90-Day Energy Reset. And basically, I help coach high performers to get out of the rat race and get into a happier and healthier life.
1: That's awesome.
5: What about you, Ashish? Uh, my name's uh, Ashish Parekh, and I'm... Blessed and humbled to be on this uh, podcast. I really appreciate uh, to be on LinkedIn Live with all of you wonderful people. And for me, uh, it's just basically just a way to uh, share my story with the world. Um, I'm a pharmacist by training, but I am a, my current job title is an epidemiologist, but I work for 10Care. It's a great organization based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And I just love it so much. I love all my coworkers. Um, just here to share my story about some of the challenges that I faced uh, with my health, and just how I can uh, improve my physical health and go from there. Yeah.
0: Cool, awesome.
1: So why don't we start with our first question, right? So I want to ask you guys, what are the things you guys currently do to have good physical health?
2: Uh-huh. I Aha. Can, I can start oh, first, man. right? <clears throat> go ahead. The most, the most unhealthy guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think since, since the, um, circuit breaker or well, the well, Singapore, we call it circuit breaker. It's actually the lockdown. Um, well actually also since my last physical fitness test, um, I've been doing not much, just, uh, 20 push uh, a day, uh, three minute planks a day. If I remember, sometimes I get, I do that before dinner, but sometimes I get too hungry. and eat first and then I just forget to do it and I don't make it back for the next day. So, so in case, um, for, for people who don't know, uh, in Singapore, we all have, all the males have to serve uh, national service, it's, uh, military service. So we have the privilege that every year, we will have uh, the entire 12 months between um, the last birthday and the next birthday, we have 12 months to clear a physical fitness test. Um, and if you're above 40 like me, they even give you um, health checks to make sure that you don't run a 2.4 kilometer run um, for the test and drop dead because it has happened before. So I do have the privilege to whip myself into shape um, once a year for the test. So that's the privilege I have. And that's all I do for (laughs) (laughs) fitness. (laughs)
1: so just right before the checkup
2: (laughs) yeah no no they'll check you they'll check you out no no they'll they'll check you out before you go for the for the test otherwise if you drop dead then you know the liability is on the military so they check your heart and all that yeah so that's 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 free yeah free (laughs) oh yeah and one more thing one more thing if if i do pass um the military uh physical fitness test on a certain grade i get some money back you know, what but you have like. to reach a certain standard. Yeah. Uh, Aldrich can attest to that, but I think he, he, he makes like 500. He gets the gold standard every time he tests. I just get, you know, silver, you know, 100 bucks or just 200 if I'm lucky, right? I've, I've <laughs> never made it to gold. So, yeah. <laughs> Aldrich, want to speak on that?
3: Jeremy is a rich guy. I'm not. I can put food on the table. So I kill myself
1: just to get the additional 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's yeah.
0: that's what I do, right?
1: Yeah. Who wants to go next?
0: I'll go. Um. So I lately, uh, well, it's funny because Jacqueline Young just said hello in the chat. Uh, she got me actually into this group. Uh, with a couple people from LinkedIn and Facebook. Ken Baldo from LinkedIn, Sonia termina and uh, it's called Miles for Motivation. And uh, it was a pretty cool concept where everybody recorded their miles they did for the day, and it was Team U.S. versus Team U.K. So I started out doing that, which was cool, fun, and exciting. And uh, once that ended, I've been really going heavy on basketball. And I know uh, Kevin's oh, yeah. basketball. Yep, so been I am. Of, I've been playing oh. a lot of basketball lately, and uh, that's great for physical fitness. And it's fun, because to be honest with you, a lot of things that, are per- that you do for physical fitness, I don't find to be fun, but basketball is one of the things that checks both the boxes so uh so basketball has been what i've been doing lately. man awesome. i just have
1: such a hard time when we're talking about basketball right <laughs> i can't stand cardio like <laughs> i have to play some kind of sport like yeah. if i'm standing on a treadmill or a pre-court i feel like i'm just running the rat race right you're just going and i'm I still like- Ill. There's no point in doing this. It's just frustrating. So I have to play like basketball or go run outside or do something. So, it's just hard. So, I get, I get it. Yep.
4: I say two things, right? Either my cardio is either lift weights faster or play basketball.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So we got some basketball players here. What about There's you, Ashish?
4: More- yeah. You?
5: Um for me, you know, like I just like to go for a walk. I mean, I live in a good apartment complex. Um, there's like a trail in the back that kind of goes like right next to the river. So I sometimes just go for a jog there or just uh, you know, do what I can, just go to the gym, lift a few weights. You know, I do go on the treadmill sometimes, you know, like the rat race, like you just said and do that if it's raining outside. But you know, it's fun and sometimes when I deliver pizzas I park like the furthest away. Uh, that's my second job at night delivering pizzas for papa john so i park far away awesome. make the walk up to the house ring the doorbell well leave the pizza then ring the doorbell and then walk back to my car <laughs> and, then, like, so weird, and i'm like enjoy your pizza i'm keeping socially distant so.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i did the same thing so recently um I, i'm i'm big on social distance so um so pretty much I didn't go to the gym starting in, I guess. So when I'm at work, I have a routine where I go to the local gym before I go to work, but after the whole pandemic happened, you know, I pretty much everything was locked on lockdown. And when they opened it up, um, I wasn't too comfortable um, going back to the gym because everyone started flocking into the gym, right? So I decided, hey, um, let's put together a squat rack um you know bought the, all the weights and then put together my Boom. own home gym and i am Boom. loving it so i told my wife i can do everything from my home so this is awesome and um, i'm more like consistent now because at work to even make the drive to the gym i get so tired you know or in the morning you're sweaty and you stink and then you got to shower at the gym and Uh, And then you're rushing to work. So like now, I mean, everything's just home. So it's been nice. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. So, yeah, that's how I'm trying to stay back in shape is because I know I'm as an entrepreneur, I'm so busy. So um, now I can go anytime. It's just in my garage, literally. So I can just go down there, lift some weights, de-stress, go back upstairs. And it's great. (laughs) and He's i awesome. get
0: it that drive to the gym sometimes can be one of the most demotivating <laughs> things honestly like and, and, just to get to your car you're like man. I, I
1: get no no and then the way our my gym's design where i was going is like this family fitness thing and it's like you open the door you check in and then you got walk through like five basketball courts before you and then walk up the stairs to go to the weight room and i'm like dude that's a workout in itself and then you got all these kids yelling and leagues, and I was like, by the time you get to the gym, you're like, I'm totally not motivated at you, all now. Yeah.
2: You mean you mean you mean you managed to get to the gym? I thought you'd be on the basketball court and then yeah, yeah, yeah. play two rounds and go back home.
1: <laughs> I'm too old now, so those kids are too good. <laughs> I can't keep up. I only Stay play the with the old day. man <laughs> league.
2: <laughs> Come <Count> in. <laughs>
1: No, I like playing with the um, 50 and above. That way, I, I'm the oh, young God. guy.
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't 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 look down on them. Oh my gosh, some of these guys are like super good too. They, oh, they're they like
1: three ball. pointers all oh, day. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Make it rain. Make it rain.
1: Oh man. Well. I think one of the big things during this pandemic, I think, is, um, you know, physical health is a big topic because I think uh, the only way I think to, the only true way to stay somewhat healthy, right, is there's no guarantees with COVID, is to build up your, um, what you call immune system, right? And one of the biggest thing is um, being physically healthy. Um, So if you're healthy, um, you have a lower symptoms, um, lower you know chances of getting as sick you know it's still a row of the dice but um, I think that's important so I want to kind of hear also what are your journeys with physical health like what's your relationship like are, were you always fit you know into fitness all of you or ha- tell, tell me a little about that uh,
0: I'll, I'll go on this one so I've always had a very up-and-down relationship with physical fitness, always. So it's always been I'll balloon and I'll get skinny and I'll balloon and I'll get skinny. And uh, I'm trying to get it more to an even point where, you know, I'm fit and maybe I put on a few pounds and I'm still fit. But yeah, it's it's always been an up-and-down journey for me. I've never been that bad. It's been real thin. you know, and I've been heavier at times, but I've never been, like, consistently super heavy. Me.
4: So, you know, my my journey is much like a roller coaster, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> <laughs> just like the ebbs and flows of life, man. That's, that's what happens sometimes.
5: Yeah. I think, yeah, I agree with what Timothy and Matt just said about the ebbs and flows. I mean, for me, you know, like, I used to work out, like, I played tennis in high school. Um, but then, like, uh... You know, back in 2013 when I had my stroke and then everything happened, like, even, like, get out of bed. Like, they had to, like, put a harness on me to make sure, like, I don't fall. And, like, I was walking the day before, and then after my surgery, I was just, like, I couldn't even get out of bed. So it's one of those things where oh, man. I just had to, like, take the steps to had cardiac rehab for um, three months where I had to, like, learn how to, like, walk and run again and just, you know. It was a challenge, but now, you know, I just go for a walk or lift weights or just do the little things just to – get back up into this flow of things. But I mean, it's still hard though with this pandemic because you don't know, you go to a gym, if someone had the cold or something, and they cough, and sneeze all all the weights, and then you pick it up, you know, you could get that as well. So I just ordered something from Amazon and just do it in my house. So
2: Amazon's like a way to go. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I see, I see what happened? I mean, how, how, what age do you get that stroke you, you just mentioned?
5: So I suffer from a rare blood clotting disorder called antiphospholipid antibody syndrome, sticky platelets. So my platelets just all stuck together. And like I had a mass on my heart valve. It was like nine centimeters long and that broke off and traveled to my brain. And I had a stroke, but you know, for that, mm. it was one of those things I didn't even know that I had it, but it's just one of those things that it happened to me and you know, I had to go to cleveland clinic for some time just to get treated up there but it's just one of those conditions that is so rare um but uh, just trying to deal with it every day so now i was on warfarin for a period of time and then once i went to cleveland clinic they switched me to injectables so i to inject myself with pepperin every morning just wow. at, I hey i mean it could be a lot worse so yeah, you know, i just try to stay in shape move around stay active and uh eat healthy and that's what keeps me going so uh, you want to talk about it wow.
0: that sounds like a heck of a journey
5: yeah it, it, it's been crazy every day was it's every day was you know challenging for the last five years but ever since we moved to Nashville things have been great got a good support from everyone at 10 care that I work with um, everyone's great um, love them all and uh, I think that just helps going when your mindset you have the support of people, at work and then on linkedin just support from all the people that you encounter that just builds you up and that just, that just does wonders for you as well that's awesome
1: that's, awesome. that's motivating
0: yep yeah
1: what about you eldrick was kind of your take on fitness you've been kind of quiet today
3: <laughs> um well, actually i've been thinking about it i'm just trying to uh just trying to look back on the the journey of physical fitness and then um, I realized that there's actually parallels between multiple intelligence that can be applied to phys- physical fitness. So, um, I think by and large, most people will think that I'm fit or I'm competitive, but really, it's only at I mean on the endurance side. So, if you ask me to go to the gym, I'm a complete waste. I'm like, ah, this place looks foreign to me. Right? If, if you ask me to do weights or bench press or pull-ups, I'm like, it, you know, I can do that, but, but it feels like, like military drills, like, <laughs> so you're going to tell me like 10 pull-ups and two sets of those Okay. Yeah. I'll deliver that. But I always feel like, um, I enjoy that, uh, outdoor experience, that little, even having that breeze in the hair is just brilliant. So I've always been running, um, uh, it used to be track and field, um, and then I went on to marathons. Um, it, it, just, it just feels good. It just feels good on a, on a daily basis. Um, but I think we also need to take into consideration that um, if we are starting out because we want to be healthy and not being competitive, then moderation is important because uh, if you put, if you punch out too much of an effort in your exercise and every day you're doing it, then uh you're probably going to suffer from my altar uh, and and endorphin over And, dolphin overrush. and yeah. the entire day you're going to start fidgeting. Like you you'll be like, uh, why am I sitting down? Why am I tapping away at the laptop? All I want to do is to put on my running shoes again. Because I used to I used to run twice a day. I, I oh, shoot yeah. occasionally. Wow. So so in between between now, just keep thinking about like. Why am I stuck here like, man, this is boring, man. I want to get out. So, uh, this is pretty much my journey. I've been fat before. Um, that's because, uh, academic stress and things like that. I binge. So I, and, and before that I was very active in track and field. So I was lean and then I went fat within a year.
1: Oh, I can't see you fat.
3: Uh, I, I, I uh, think no, he's
1: no. swollen. Can you post a picture of you fat? I don't believe you. I call. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, your fat uh, is my everyday normal. <laughs> I, like
3: I must be I'm huge. Like, I offer. used to be one seven Tim, you're just eight. obese, dude. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, so I was, I was lean, and I went fat. So during those years where I had extremely high academic stress and I binge, like sweets, soda, and I had like multiple meals, more than three a day, um, I, I started realizing that uh, I should not be taking my mobility and agility for granted. So once that phase was over, I, I told myself like, hey, I, I got to get back again. Um, it just feels so good. It just feels so good, and I think there's a lot of things that we take for granted, literally. Like our fitness, our natural strength, because if you ask, or even uh, if we ask Ashish on, on his very first experience when he got the mouth stroke, that revelation is a very strong one. Some of my friends, when they speak to me about the sudden shake that they have on their right hand, and they started dropping their phones because they can't control their muscles, I think it's a very scary thought. I think it's a very scary thought for me. So i would say that it's ingrained in me, but I'm not like physically fit. I'm probably endurance fit
1: but that's about it. Yeah, that's me. Yep. Yeah. By the
0: way, Aldrick, I loved your article today. Man. That was that was really entertaining. We got uh, to you. You. <laughs> How
1: about you, um Matt? I know you're 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 probably the most fit. In this group,
5: right? <laughs> that, that's your profession. <laughs> <laughs> your picture for, for me, Kevin, when you were a little kid, that was pretty fit, too. <laughs> uh,
4: well, like, I guess you can all, you guys can all relate. You guys work really hard in your professions. And I think the only thing that people have to understand is that if you want something to work in your life, it, it takes work, right? Even, and... Everybody has their own different journey and their own different, you know, uh, flows in their life. And there's going to be different challenges for everybody. So uh, the only thing that I suggest is if fitness is not fun at the moment, try your best to make it somewhat entertaining and somewhat fun. Because if it's not fun, you're not going to be able to do it, right? So that's that's one thing. But also, I ran, I. Uh, Like, Aldrich, I I ran track and field, too, which was uh, pretty, which was an experience. (laughs) Um, I, I, uh, in high school, you know, that junior year when uh, you had to take those extracurriculars, and uh, I didn't really know what to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take on just something, anything. And my brother-in-law told me to to take on track and field, cross-country style. And at the time, I didn't. I never ran before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. So, so I remember the very day I went to train for my first race, and it was terrible. Like we started off like side to side, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, we're just gonna run around the lake, and uh, you can catch up later on, and uh, you can see him slowly go to like away." <laughs> 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 oh, and uh, I ended up having to just follow the lake and uh, catch him up there. So, you know, that was an experience in itself. But I uh, never thought about the health and, you know, well being side of it until um, I had my own kid. And, uh, you know, it was always like go to the gym, lift heavy, lift heavy, you know, like lift heavy weights and then drop them down or whatever it is, right? And now I think about like, oh man, am I just gonna have enough energy, or is my shoulder gonna hurt if I, you know, hold my kid too long? And just like these little things that you don't think about until like, you know, you get to those different phases of your life. So yeah,
1: that's-, that's that's really good because so I I have similar journey, right? So in my pretty much when I was in high school, I was um, pretty athletic. I was in martial arts. I um, played basketball. And um, and then um, I I experienced my first breakup in um, my um, my senior year. Um, I think a freshman. I was dating a girl in college, so uh, you know. And then she breaks up with me, and I I decided to graduate a semester early um, because my girlfriend was in college, and uh, and then she breaks up with me. So I didn't get to do my senior year sports. Didn't get to. Um, you know, experience high school. So I was just depressed, right? I was like, oh, I didn't get to play basketball this season. This sucks. So I decided um, to go to the gym, and then I met this bodybuilder guy, right? And then we just became friends, right? And he kind of took me under his wings and um, taught me how to diet and um, step on stage. And then I, I started actually bodybuilding competitively as a natural bodybuilder. So um, it was out of, you know, I was sad, broke up with this girl and I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to eat clean, uh, you know, transform, you know, get in super shape and then got and then started meeting all these bodybuilders. And so that was in probably the, in the 90s, bodybuilding was actually cool uh, where you can't fit your um, um, uh, skinny jeans. There's, you know. It's cool to wear saggy pants back then, okay? Yeah, saggy yeah, yeah, pants. Yes. Nowadays, yes, you yes. know, guys want to wear skinny jeans. You know, that's the cool <laughs> look. You know, you want skinny legs and buff body. But back in the days, you want big old legs and um, bigger <laughs> shoulders. You know, you you want to look like Arnold. You know? Yeah, Arnold. <laughs> so um, you gotta remember, I'm about five foot six, five five. And then, um, so when I got buff, it looks kind of like I'm like this short little, you know, funny looking guy. So now I look back at my pictures. I was like, man, that's not cool. And Jen's like, that's not even attractive. (laughs) That's my wife. So, uh, So that's kind of my fitness journey. And then, of course, and then you start getting old, you know, and real life start happening. Got my first big boy job as a software engineer, started traveling. And um, my boss was like, You can't carry your little cooler and not eat with the people you're meeting with. So, literally, I would have my cans of tuna, I would pack my egg whites, and then we would go. Yep, I was that guy. So, we would go into (laughs) that meeting and I would open this stuff. And they, they, you know, we have a budget, you know, PDM. To wine and dine our clients, right? And um, and I would pull out my cans of tuna and watch them eat. And then I had talk with my manager. He's like, "You can't do that, Kevin. Your stuff stinks. You know, no one wants to see you drink your protein shake." And that's when you understand, hey, when you're 21, 22, you're you're, you're not thinking right. So, so I had talk, and my supervisor goes, "It's time to grow up, be human." And um, uh, you look good, but you, you got to eat with people. You got to uh, be normal, you know? So I started, um, you know, eating out, and stuff. And then the next thing you know, it's like, man, my fitness stuff does not taste good. So for 10 years of my life, very much from freshman year in college, all the way out to my professional job, I probably ate clean, like cans of tuna egg whites, and oatmeal, and chicken breast, you know. (laughs) And then reality sinked in, and then you start growing up, right? And then you start tasting good food, and then I figure out, dude, I don't have a life, you know. (laughs) 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 And I was like, what am I missing out? And then, of course, you know, um, then you start getting fat, right? Uh, I so I'm your perfect example. I don't like doing cardio. I like lifting, and then um, I like eating. So um, <laughs> it's a perfect ingredient to get a belly fat for a man, you know. And then I forget, you know, after I hit thirty five, everything just slows down, right? Slows down. So for the last, you know, four years, you know, I I I am your guy. That's you know probably three belts underneath all my fat. <laughs> and I can throw weights around, right? But my biggest problem is really just doing cardio. That's a challenge. And, um, and life can get busy. And so you know, I agree with Eldrick. There has to be that balance. And I, I, I agree with Matt. You got to have fun. And then you got to figure out like, hey, what's that perfect balance of having a life and then fitness shouldn't be a task and you should be human, right? And it leads to our next question, right? Why do so many people have poor physical health today?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like to
5: answer that, I just want to go quick back about the first question you asked. I just want to give a shout out to one of my friends, Dusty the from Colorado. And uh he and I met through quadmates and he was like this big fitness guy I'm like he has like this routine that he uses to just get in shape and stay fit. And then one of my other friends, Debbie Gasparoni, she also is huge on fitness. So it's just all about I think the mentality. And like these yep. into this question, I think a lot of people who have poor physical health, it's their mentality. It's like when they wake up, like Dusty and Debbie both wake up at like four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning and the first thing they do is like go work out. So like they train their bodies to get up, and you know, do their workout. You know, I'm still, like, half asleep at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, like I'll get up and, like, I'll, like, you know, do some push-ups or just do a little bit just so, like, they don't get the blood flowing before my meetings at work. You know, for Dusty and Debbie, like, they're just, like, warriors. They just, like, tackle the day. I think that's just the thing. I think we're, we're overcommitted and we just are distracted by everything else and we just forget to take care of ourselves. But if we take care of ourselves...
4: Then
2: we'll be better off. On the turn. That's I, good. I want to. I want to comment on this question. I just feel that this question is directed at me, so I need to address it. <laughs> <laughs> I. I. will be first to admit. I think I have very poor physical health. Um, and uh, like I mentioned earlier, the only reason I work out exercise is because of this military obligation. Um and uh, I think when 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 I finish serving, um well because I was in China for close to a decade, I couldn't serve then, so I'm paying back right. At my age, I think I should finish before I'm fifty. I'm forty five, so that's like five years down the road. I don't know what will happen then. Maybe I would be more active in 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 exercising, but I don't know. But right now, yeah, I definitely have um poor physical health, um and I do think that health. Rather than other than exercising, there are two other aspects. We talked about um, eating, right? That's one other aspect of health. And there's one more aspect which I'm really bad at. I think is the worst, um is the worst aspect that I, I, I have on health, which is sleep. I do very little amount of sleep. Okay. Um I get by four or five hours. It's just a bad habit. I, I like my TV shows and all that. So I sacrifice sleep for entertainment or whatever you want to call it, unwinding, all that. So sleep is where I really perform very badly. And and I just basically don't exercise. I think it's slightly better now um, because I do 20 push-ups and 3-minute planks a day. I'm probably the fittest I have ever been on a daily basis consistently. But I still don't run. I will only uh, force myself to run before my test. And I, I last forced myself past that when I was in my... Um, Uh, military service my yearly one Uh, i cleared my test in november and i don't want to go running anymore but that one was a fluke because i didn't practice before that so i nearly died and uh, and uh yeah when the time comes i will go and exercise so i mean in short really people have poor health really because uh we don't put that effort because it's just too much effort it's just so much easier to be static to be saying that, oh no, I'm tired. Oh, I got, I was busy with work. Oh, my kids to look after and all that. Uh, it's it's oh, the man, discipline that's, that's lacking.
3: Those excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the discipline. No,
2: you you you're exactly right. Those are those are excuses, and and those are the typical excuses people have. And I'm just a normal guy, right? I I do fall into those excuses. So, so the minimum I would do really is that push up and the planks and uh, slowly, slowly, it doesn't feel that much more, but uh, I don't know, running is always a challenge for me. It's not because I can't run, it's just that I don't fall into that, you know, consistency. So that's that's my challenge. That's my answer. Yeah,
4: it's, it's really tough to, I mean, it's, it's fitness is a, it's a lot of things, right? Like you said, it's like, it's like different moving pieces. So. Um, a lot of uh, the big thing that I'm big on is uh, habits, right? Our habits um, dictate other things in our life. So, um, let's say like I love TV shows, and let's say I sleep uh, an hour later than I should, right? And you go into this constant cycle of uh, what we call sleep debt. It's like a, it's like credit card debt, right? So if yeah. like, your body function functions really optimally at six hours. Per night, and you sleep five hours per night. You constantly add on to that sleep debt. So eventually, let's say in a course of a week, you you're short five total hours. Right? You'll have to make up that five total hours at some point. Either like if you take a nap, or like if like somebody's driving for you and like you go off. Like that's that's part of your body telling you that you're just you just need to catch up. Um yeah. And what happens most of the time is us as high performers, we tend to ignore those signals, and we just keep pushing. We, we pack on the coffee, and uh, that's what like that's what happens. we we don't have enough energy to work out, and it's not it's not really discipline, right? It's more like we we just don't have enough energy to to keep pushing uh, everything else in our life, you know? Because fitness is very physically demanding, so it, it's hard when when we don't we can't even uh, open our eyes in the morning. <laughs> you know, that is true yeah
5: yes, cool. I also like this you know when we did go into the office I'm like where we work at here it's like the Tennessee Titans training facilities close by where we work like where we work like there's just a nice parking lot so several co-workers we just have like a 15 minute break we just go for a walk around our building to see like the different sites nearby and just take into air when we can, but now that we're kind of stuck at home and working from home, it's different so we just have to make those changes ourselves and put our health first and not cram it, not drink as many Red Bulls as people might do. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bulls will get you, man. That stuff's
0: poison. I mm-hmm. oh.
1: And I think part of the reason why so many people have poor physical health too is in life it's all about priorities. And I think a lot of times as we get, I mean, I can say as we get older too, because we start seeing like, hey, we have all these things and we tell our mindset is a prioritize over ourselves. And then we forget is actually the other way around because for me to be able to perform at my being an optimal entrepreneur, a father or a husband, I actually need to take care of my health, right? And that's something I started telling myself um, actually uh, early probably last year where, hey, I need to start watching what I eat again. Um, I need to get back to working out. And I need to actually schedule this stuff in and make it a priority because I know I'll prioritize my clients, my projects, because it puts food on the table, right? Then I started noticing I started having high sugar sugar blood sugar issues and um that's when i realized um you can actually not be super overweight but still not be physically healthy right a lot of bodybuilders are actually super unhealthy right (laughs) so um and it's all about having balance and it's like uh what matt said it's about sleep Um, i'm horrible um i like to i have a global team So a lot of times at night, I'll randomly check projects and be on the phone, right? And then I catch myself sleeping at 2, 3 a.m. And I naturally just wake up at 6.30, 7 a.m. So technically, I'm only maybe – sometimes I get four hours of sleep, which is super unhealthy. And then I started noticing – last year, I started having some high blood sugar problems, and then I started – just dozing off randomly and falling asleep, you know, um, just whenever I'm off work and my adrenaline's not going, I'll just doze off on the couch. Right. And I, I started noticing um, all my muscles ache all the time. I was tired. Um, and then pretty much like for four or five months it's probably the not longest I didn't work out. Um, I couldn't even get myself to go to the gym. I was always so tired. Like I just had enough energy to work exactly yeah and then after that i didn't have energy to take care of my kids i was just tired and it, i was like man i got to change the way i live you know i got to change the way i eat and that that's kind of i think a lot of us um fall into that cycle you know so
4: yeah yeah you're totally right man you're totally right and and looking at these comments here like you guys you have a good community here cuz like you guys you guys look at all these that they're saying, you know, stay hydrated, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, exercise in the morning, and that's, you know, that's that's like another habit loop that you build, right? It, gives you, it wakes you up, and it also makes you tired at night so you actually fall asleep earlier. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, holy, yeah, awesome. Too. She says exercise in the morning, yeah. And, uh, Enrique, um, take breaks. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff.
5: He was one of my friends that I met for quad meets, he's phenomenal. I love Enrique just like a brother. And I mean, he and I chat, we both are hosts for quad meets. And so, you know, we're chatting like at 10, 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, he, he always tells me, he, like, he always says me. he's like, Hey, you've had these health issues. Like, what are you doing to stay in shape? And I tell him, hey, I'm going for a walker. And then he always tells me, like, he works, he, you know, he's in cybersecurity. So he just stands up or, you know, he goes for a walk or does things with his family. So it's all about motivation. If you have a group of people who are going to support you and keep you accountable, that's what you need.
0: Yeah. Mm. No, that's, True. That's, that's important, having the people around you holding you accountable. Mm, that's so good. Them, sometimes we just get off the wagon ourselves. But, um, you know, I, I can speak for myself personally about why do people have poor health. I mean, Kevin talked talked about it. And for me, a lot of times, I would just always prioritize uh, making sure the family's provided for them. and work, 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 work. And you get so caught up in work, you kind of forget to take care of yourself. And uh, I had the same thing where, you know, I couldn't, I would get to the point where I couldn't even stay up for, to watch a movie with my, uh, with my ex, like, just that kind of, I would just be so tired. By 10 o'clock, my brain would just be able to shut off. And um, it just has a lot to do with the priorities you, you put every day. If you make it a commitment, then, like Matt said, if it becomes habit, then it's so much easier to make it a routine and stick with it. Um, and that goes for both eating healthy and uh, working out because truthfully like also you have to make a conscious decision when you go to the supermarket to pick up like oranges and bananas and like yesterday I went to the supermarket I saw a grapefruit I'm like man I haven't had a grapefruit in forever it was freaking amazing <laughs> let me tell you something go out and get some freaking grapefruit they're awesome <laughs> but uh but uh, but no seriously like I saw like I saw all this fruit and I'm like you know what let me go pick up some fruit like, all right, I'm, I'm playing basketball, I'm working out, let me actually eat healthy. But, you know, if you don't make that conscious decision, you just pass right by the fruits, the vegetables, you grab what you need, you go, and there goes the eating healthy part of it. So, you know, a lot of it has to do with your habits. And once you get into a routine, eating yogurt and eating healthy, then, you know, it's, it's easier to maintain that than to do it a little bit and jump off the wagon. You know, work out twice a week. Jump off the wagon. If you do, if you set a routine, it's ten it times easier to stick with it.
4: Yo, Tim. Yeah. I wish I wish more people were as ex- uh, excited as you to see grapefruit. Dude, <laughs> this
0: was, it was so juicy, and the taste is so freaking good. Like, I'm I'm serious. Everybody, go out and get a damn grapefruit. And so, Tim,
1: grapefruit. Tim, we have a lot of um East Asian audience here, so um. I recommend go pick yourself up a Darien.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Durian, yeah, Durian.
1: <laughs>
2: it's it's the king of fruits, the king yeah. of fruits.
1: Right. It's heavy, by the way. It's like, hey. and, and next time you hop on the show, you have to tell us about it. <laughs> I
0: gotta find it. I gotta find where I can get
1: it. Are, aren't you in um, Philly?
0: Yeah.
1: They should have Darien's out there. Right. Go to an Asian store and ask for a Darien. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Do it.
1: Awesome. So I like um, Jake Shark's question. Um, uh, he said, "Do normal adults stay up after 10 p.m.?" <laughs> yes.
4: Oh
0: yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess so. I like to try I to be think... asleep by 10 p.m., but that doesn't work out very
1: often.
4: Yeah. yeah I, think like, I think.
3: Yeah, with regards to the question on poor physical health, I think uh, if, if we see if we see that as an additional effort that we have to put into our timetable every day, then it's going to be a little difficult because we'll see that as an additional effort. But uh, I, I have two perspectives here. One is um, we have to understand that our energy ebbs uh, and flows. So it goes up, it comes down. Um, when we are very motivated at work naturally we are we are 100% focused we just want to do our work but that will win so when you're feeling a little like off low key you want know, to take a break that would be a very good time for um, a low key exercise you know like go out for a jog, go out and walk a bit way anyway, you can't do your work so might as well do something and it helps it elevates how you feel and you can get back fresh again so that's one thing uh, the other point is uh, I know a lot of people are gonna say that I'm crazy if I say this um, uh, the workouts and work can be integrated um, if you if you know that you're gonna have a virtual meeting uh, for an hour you can be on the treadmill oh uh, sorry you can be on a stationary bike for an hour sure while attending to that virtual conference. Like your virtual conference will only require your facial expression, your mouth, right? But you can still exercise your body, of course. I don't think you can really go for
1: Eldrick suggesting all of us next time we're on the show, we should all be on trend. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, like, I mean, like um,
3: meetings, you, you, can, you can have a walk around meeting, like I mean, if sure. it's a small group or one to one, just go down and walk for 30 minutes and talk. It's, it's a lot better. I think so. so. So it can be woven into our daily life and you won't feel like it's additional effort for the low-key exercises. Of course, if you have specific training regimes where there are high-intensity sessions, you need to be 100% focused. Uh, I, I think Matt will understand that. It's like if you do track and feel like, I, I tell you, 15, 15 repetitions of 400 meters repeat. Oh man, you, there's no way you can take your phone and do a thing along with you, You're going to have to like, okay, what's my time marker for 100? What's my time marker for 200? I'm missing it. Yes, I agree. But for most of us, uh, when we are not talking about competitive sports, we're just talking about fitness,
1: oh, I think yeah. it can
3: be woven into our daily life. It's, it's not an issue. Uh, so don't think too much about having that as, oh, you know, I don't have the time. How about this? If, if really... Uh, getting there in itself is time expenditure then you have to to bring those facilities as close to your doorstep as possible. In a way that running helps, the moment you get out of the door, you are on your running shoes, start running. So the excuses can be cut away. Because the longer you get to the starting point chances are it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It would be good if you can just start running from a living room. (laughs) <laughs> That'll
2: be, be, way better. uh Just get my ticket. No, can I? Can I? Can I just add on that? <clears throat> yeah, Audrey, ahead. I like your idea, and Audrey, Audrey, I like your idea, and I, I, I've been doing that a little bit, right? So, um. Because I don't want, I don't like to work my access my muscles myself. I let other people work my muscles for me. So I go for massages. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that that aside, that aside, you know, uh, about working and you know doing a treadmill thing, I do that sometimes, you know, uh, because I have like a uh you know electronic foot massager kind of thing. So when I watch my movie, I just put my feet on top. So same thing, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get into shape <laughs> while watching a movie. <laughs>
0: That, but let me say this. That is so Aldrich, right? Some people get a Peloton. No, Aldrich sets up the stationary bike and works. That is so Aldrich.
2: <laughs> He's so efficient, right? So efficient. Life optimizer. But hey,
4: Aldrich has a good point. Like a lot of my high performance clients actually, um, this is actually very key. If you can work on a stationary bike and include an extra, you can you can actually go low intensity now where you can have enough energy to do you later on. Because when you're working and, and doing, like let's say a walk or a stationary event, you're not you're not going all out, right? You shouldn't be out of breath. It's just nice pedal, right? Um, but you can actually burn a significant amount of calories compared to if you weight train and exert. So what's more optimal, right? You're actually, you're actually getting your work done and burning calories at the same time. And that's how you keep your metabolism. So, Good job, Audrey. <laughs> yep.
1: That's so true. Um, I started so, actually, that's how I connected with Matt. So um, I respond to all my LinkedIn messages um, on my phone using the um, voice message um, so that I can take walks at night. So that's when I actually do all my um, LinkedIn responses when people reach out to me. So I'm actually taking a walk. And um, however much messages I have, I, my goal is to walk until my inbox is finished.
2: Wow, that's cool. <laughs> and that's,
1: that's kind cool. of my evening thing. And it that's helps cool. me. That's the way I can actually do cardio because I don't like cardio. So it actually forces me to, one, um, re- respond to everyone in my inbox. And then, two, um, it actually gives me, like, a time frame of how long I'll walk. <laughs>
4: So. You're so right. Yeah, okay. I, I saw your voice message and I was like, is he is he out of breath or breathing hard? Like he, <laughs> yep, yep, man. It was a, I'm
2: like, it was a pervert. It was a pervert calling you, breathing down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it told me to put
1: you on blast, Kev. was oh, hey Matt. <laughs> hey hey Matt, that was only to my mailbox. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> to be fair, he said he
2: did finish your workout, so he should be out of trouble. <laughs> okay, this next next thing, okay, this is just a uh, off off a topic. Uh, okay, still on topic, but I just want to take a poll, right? Since we talk about health. Uh so who here, among the six of us, raise of hand, uh schedule like your annual body checkup? Because you really won't know you're healthy or not if you don't do your annual body checkup. So who who does that, you know, scheduled annually? Mm-hmm. Half of us. Hey, Matt, you should be.
4: <laughs> <He's> <laughs> what the hell, healthy. <laughs> He's healthy. He doesn't need a check. He's running okay. <laughs> but I should. I probably should. So half yeah, of us. Yeah. I do have
1: yeah. With my uh, health care plan. If I don't use it, then I feel like I just threw away my money because I never go. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's the thing. But, I- but, still, but still, you do it, right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
5: It's on your health care plan. And- I think we also get like, I think if you do it, I think like we have this uh, thing where you can get like reward dollars for taking care of your health, active health. So like we get like $50 just for doing it. So I'm like, I'm going to do it just for 50 bucks and then I can use it for any other medical expenses or paying for my
2: injection. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Because in Singapore, you had to pay, you know, pay. Okay, some companies cover, it, but if not, mostly you pay by yourself. and. It's I, I always I don't do it I don't schedule it because I dread it because it's like paying money for bad news yeah. if if bad news comes and and after you take the test whatever it is then that two three days before you get the results, you're just gonna be like, oh no is something gonna come up and you know so it's 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 not a good thing to do to me that's why I don't do it gotcha. <laughs> which I probably should right yeah you should what about you Tim why 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 don't you do it Tim what's what's the concern if you're gonna you get know paid what, for you doing it's
0: it? crazy and this is the craziest thing right as heavy as I've been, and I've been really heavy at some points in my life. I've always had good health. Like, I'm never sick. Like, I, if I'm sick three times a year, it's a lot. So, I, you know.
2: No, no, no. No, I, I, I disagree <laughs> with that, you know. Because because you could you could be not sick, but when, when you are sick and something hits, you know, it's going to be no, very, very, very now, terrible. I
0: probably should, but it, it's just, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I'm the type of person, I won't go to the doctor unless I have to like unless i'm like all right that's fair like i have to then i'll go to the doctor but outside of that i'm like all right things are good like i'm feeling good like i just keep it trucking you
2: know? oh, but you won't really know till you take the test man the blood test and all you, you can't I, tell I, you wouldn't know i
0: just had a physical so I, I did it you know i just had a physical but you know, <laughs> like, do i do it annually like consistently <laughs> no i don't do it
1: annually. this is great <laughs> <laughs> so i think part of also um why there's so much poor physical health today, and it kind of leads into the next topic, right? I think it has to be the, the way we eat, you know? So I was just thinking about it the other day, you know, we, we're we such a blessed culture, you know, especially here in the U.S. and even Singapore, you know, we're all first world places. I think food is very accessible. Yeah. And now we like large portions. We like quantity. And I think i was just telling jen the other day i was like man we're blessed do we need to eat like a whole steak you know like my son's seven we all have our steak and i was like man this is like really overeating and as a uh, you know we don't think about those things like we like to go buffets you know and we were just talking about how like the places we miss because of covid you know now we don't eat out you know we're now cooking at home we're becoming healthier. And I was just thinking about, man, we would go to restaurants and we would order these huge plates that is not even a necessity because, okay, we work all day. We feel like, hey, it's the weekend. Let's go bless ourselves. Let's go get food. And I think that's kind of our culture here in the US. I don't know about Singapore. um, So I want to hear from you guys. Is that the same out there or?
2: Uh, I'll just go first so that Aldrich can can come in then. Um, The problem with food, uh, in Singapore Is that uh, Unhealthy food Is so much cheaper And so much easier To get Healthy food Is so much more expensive And tougher to get So You know you, it's, it's really hard um, But good thing Because uh, my, my wife um, You know Full-time homemaker So she cooks And makes sure We make sure That we eat well And you know I think it's just been Months since Really months Since this whole Lockdown thing That the entire family Has gone out to eat We have not um, so either my wife cooks or we order in, but you know, that's just it. It's so, it's so much easier to be unhealthy when it comes to, we comes to eating, right? Aldrich?
3: That's true. That's true. And, um, I, I've always wondered who, who was the one who taught us to have three big proper meals a day? <laughs> because I feel terrible after the meal, like the food coma is like. Like, oh jeez, I have to fight, I have to fight against it, right? So I think I think in in recent years or, or in the past two decades, uh nutritional science and sport science, they're actually advocating that you take multiple small meals a day. So you actually control your blood sugar levels. Yep. You don't eat a big meal and you have a spike, you feel good when you eat and then you eat crashes after that and you feel like shit, that there's a withdrawal symptom and you, you want to go into a food coma so i think i think that's prevalent across um us singapore or somewhere around the world it's just like who who said that we need to eat three big meals a day like seriously like i'm trying to do some online research on that as well I, like countries to that original guy or gobo actually <laughs> espoused that i was like oh no nah, that's, that's just a very bad idea like but of course the other extreme is not that good too if you snack and i think i think snacks is the one that is really how should I say, um, that's really the one that's contributing to our waistline, because it's so readily accessible <laughs> now. So first, it's readily accessible, and second, we, we put it all around us. And when we are working and we are stressed, when the, when the brains just keep saying, you need sugar and you need distraction, and guess what, the hand just reaches out, and we don't even think about it. We yeah. just don't think about it. It's only when um the breakfast starts to power on the table that you realize that, oh my god it's so must jump today <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from the refrigerator and things like that. So so I think I think that's really the issue, the big meals and the readily uh accessible snacks.
1: Mm, that's good.
5: Yeah, yeah, and I think people just need to drink water. I think people drink all those soft drinks with the high fructose corn syrup that like kills them. So <laughs> you know, like for me, like. I used to drink back in college, you know, like, you know, like I would just be drinking cherry Coke and now I'm just like this flavored water or just like get like water and i get this little flavor packs and just put it in there just to make it better because it's healthier for you. And with my health conditions, I just don't want to jeopardize it any more than I have to. But, you know, one thing that my friend said, um, he takes ramen noodles and they're like 50 cents a pack here in the United States. And then he just buys like tofu or like meat and just like mix it together. And then he has like a dish and he puts some seasoning on it or like spices. Like he creates like his own stir fries. So it's like the base is like 50 cents and tofu or anything like that's a couple of bucks. So he just makes a meal based on that. So that's just what you do. You use your ingenuity and just figure out what you can do. And I think also with the health, I think like we've all talked about, I think people just want the quick and easy, the drive through or. They just order food. They just don't want to leave the house. I mean, it's good for me being a pizza delivery guy that I see so many up <laughs> people ordering food. But then at the same time, I'm like, man, go for a walk. Like, some of these people, like, they get pizzas. Like, some of them like, have, like, you know, a big beer gut. And I'm just like, okay, maybe cut back on the pizza. But, you know, it's not my point. It's not my place to judge. But, you know, at the same time, it's just like, okay, eat. You can have, like, a cheat day. Eat pizza, but make sure you exercise the next day afterwards.
1: Well, I think mm. one of the things is food's so easily accessible now. You know, you got Uber Eats, you might pay something more, but they'll deliver McDonald's to your house, you know? So it's, it's crazy. crazy, you know? It's just, uh, you know, pizza delivery, you know? Uh, you get some late-night cravings, they'll drop a pizza at your door, you know? <laughs> so it's just Trust a lot Yep. And What's you walk out the street, man? there's all these restaurants you want like to choose from. You know, no longer do we have to hunt for our food. You <laughs> just yeah. got paid for it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Matt, being the um, fitness coach, what are some of the recommendations in regards to like my biggest challenge? Okay. I'm going to just share with you so I could get some free personal training here. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just hard, like, to be motivated to have your meals ready. And then um, with us, we have four, right? I have two boys, and they're super picky. Um, they don't like anything healthy, so they don't like your greens, vegetables. So um, they, they're like meat eaters. They just want to eat meats and sweets, right? Uh, so how do? What's the best way to keep your? Because you're already busy working all day, so you don't want to cook like. Okay, here's your meal and here's your meal and here's your meal, right? So how do you plan as an adult, you know, who's a busy professional to have that food ready and make sure you're on track whenever you're on craving food?
4: Um man, I was trying to like bite my leg, like the longest time like um cuz cuz I can literally go off on this topic. But, uh, there's there's so many variables to this, right? So um what with, with being well, let's let's figure the food and the, the kids and the busy lifestyle first, right? So the thing that you want to do with your food is make it easy, right? Make it affordable, of course, That's always the case. Um but there's also you have to understand uh, a little bit more about what you're eating. That's all it is. Right? So um, if if you want to make it really easy, it's just calories in, calories out, right? Of course, there's different other variables to it, but let's say um, let's say why why do we love to eat uh, you know fats and carbs and uh, salt? Is because if you can see all the marketing that's out there for food, they are to something. They right? they literally know that our genetics. Are designed to be addicted to those foods right as soon as you take a little bit of added sugar in there you know that wow i want to go for that second bite that third bite right just like just like yeah. potato, whatever it is right that little salt yeah. kick you're like wow that was so good like i can't just put down the bag now i gotta finish this whole thing right yeah because it's, it's designed that way because that's not going worse so um understanding the uh capability making it easy to prep right so either having food like um that are pre-made right when you buy them or um if you want to go like the more expensive route you can go uh pre-made um, meals so you know you could go to like a, a company to have them personally make you know, packing meals, or you can go to, you know, these companies that help you, you know, even order your intakes per dish. So that's one route, but that's a little more expensive. Um, A little more cheaper and a more affordable route is to go to, like, a wholesale and have, you know, your meats ordered in bulk and your veggies ordered in bulk. And from there, it's a lot easier to mix and match your meals um when you cook them. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, if your kids love pizza and things like that, you can always find options to kind of put together like a pizza. Um to kind of make it seem still like a pizza, but it's technically not as on the calorie dense side. So I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but there's so much going on there that uh you know, um I hope that was <laughs>
0: useful.
1: No, that's great. Yeah, we yeah. And I hear from a lot of people that um, meal prepping is kind of key if you you have a busy lifestyle and you don't want to pay for those food services because that can get expensive. But um, okay. I recently also found, too, um, just because of COVID, right, the amount of eating out we do as a society that we don't think about, actually adds up so much that you could actually afford a lot of those um, healthy nutrition food services that we think is really expensive but if we actually eliminate the eating out and oh. what we, we spend on snacks and everything it's crazy you know and now you're healthier and you gain the convenience because I use sometimes saying oh eating healthy is um more expensive right? But then if you look at your health care bills, not getting sick as much, and you add all those things up, you're actually saving in the long run, and um, and it's things we don't even think about, right? So and,
4: and the most valuable thing you'll be saving on is time. So you get to save, let's say, an hour of cooking and cleaning, Uh for the amount that you pay, so technically you get to pay, you get to save a lot. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I have to say this about, about this topic realistically, right? It's it's actually not that expensive to eat healthy. And I'll give you guys an example. This is true, true stuff, and I want to share this with the whole audience because I think it's important, right? So a typical breakfast for me now will be uh, Greek yogurt and a banana, right? And it's not a huge breakfast, but it's filling. It's healthy. And guess what? The bananas cost like three dollars for six. And the Greek yogurt is a dollar, right? So you're talking probably about a dollar fifty for breakfast. It fills you up. It's healthy. So it's not expensive. And I mean you don't have to go anywhere. You literally open up a yogurt, eat it, open up a banana, eat it, and you're done. Right? Clean up is throw it in the trash. So, you know, it's a mindset thing, to be honest with you, when it comes to eating healthy. Um, And, you know, like, example, another example, like, you can make boiled chicken, and what you do with that boiled chicken after the fact is entirely up to you. But if you cook a pound of boiled chicken, and you disperse it, you can have a chicken with salad, and again, one pack of chicken, $6, right, for a pound, and a head of lettuce is like a dollar. So you have... Lettuce with chicken. You can put, you know, you can put hot sauce and make a little buffalo chicken style style of, you know, salad. But at the end of the day, again, it doesn't cost a lot of money. You eat healthy and it fills you up. So you know the reality is eating healthy is actually not that expensive. It's just how you do it, and it does come to preparation, and it does come down to you know you have to make these conscious choices. It's so much easier to go grab something quick. For lunch, and don't get me wrong, I do it all the time. If I'm out on the road with clients, shit, McDonald's is there. I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten. I'm at McDonald's. So I'm not going to tell everybody, like, yeah, I'm the healthiest cat in the world. But when I make the conscious choices to do these things, I can eat healthy, and it doesn't cost a lot of money. It actually it's cheaper for me to eat that way than to grab breakfast somewhere, than to grab lunch somewhere. It, it honestly is cheaper to do it that way. But you have to make those conscious choices. You have to go in when you go shopping on Sunday. You have to say, okay, I'm gonna eat salad for lunch this week. Well. I'm going to have this for breakfast. And if you do those things, you do save money and it's and you eat healthy. So you know, it's just a conscious choice, is what I. Do.
1: That's good. I, I, and I think I, that exactly. kind leads to um. What we're talking about kind of goes with our um, question here, so it's our last question for the night. Um, what are the recommendations to improve physical health? Right, so diet nutrition is one of them, um, which we're already talking about. So, yep, Jeremy, yep. Is
2: you, I, all I you- just want to, yeah, I just want to add on uh, off the back of what Kevin you said about you know, um, uh, well, sort of the uh, stay healthy and it's going to cost less because you know the medical bill is going to hit. And then, okay, I wouldn't say it's a recommendation, but I'm, I'm just going to wrap this up for myself because i, I got to go back to a call. <laughs> I'm late for a call, work call. But uh, I think what's important is that, um, okay, so I have this, I used to have this argument with my wife, right? So she buys all these uh, vitamins, supplements for my kids, vitamin C, which they take daily. And it's a cost, right? You see that cost right front center every day every week when you buy the vitamins but but obviously uh the the benefits you don't see as much as the bill right <laughs> because the benefits are that they don't feel they don't fall sick as often but then how, how do you how do you compare that how do you prove that that statement is true you, you can't so my, my point here really is that um sometimes uh really you feel that there is a cost because cost is relative you feel that the cost is there because you see the bill but you don't really go and measure that benefit because it's, it's intangible, right? The fact that they don't fall sick, you take it for granted. You do not attribute that to the fact that you pump in these vitamins daily, day in, day out for your kids. And unless you know your neighborly kids, your neighbor's kids, they fall sick every other week, then you realize, oh, my kids are healthy, but why are they healthy? Well, it's because my wife uh, takes the effort to buy the fresh fruits. She cooks and feeds them healthily. Added with supplements, you know, vitamin C and all that. It's a daily effort. It's It all boils down to consistency, right? So physical health, honestly, is consistency. Like what we talk about, you know, a lot of things in life is about consistency. I feel slightly better uh, because I do my, yeah, what's the big deal, right? 20 push-ups a day. What's the big deal? Come to think of it, it's no big deal at all. But I'm doing it every day now as opposed to in the past, I never do it. I feel better. I, I get less of these aches, you know, from using computer and all that. I, I do feel the difference, right? And and uh, my wife sees me sometimes. You know, when I take off my shirt, it's like, "Wow, you, you have like something going there." It's not much, but yes, <laughs> ne- there has never been anything going here, right? That kind of a thing. Um, so so I, I think really it's it's a really a lot on 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 consistency and keeping to that discipline. Um, and if you really, um, and don't take it for granted. That's, that's my point. Don't take it for granted. Um, you will you realize that you take it for granted when you are hit with a certain ailment. And then, you know, like, like what you guys mentioned, right? Like she's having a stroke. Then you realize that, oh, damn, I, I should have it more when I was healthy, right? Or at least not sick. So, so put in that investment, put in that money. I know I'm not the best person to advise this because I don't do my medicals annually. But, but I, I probably need to do that. My wife is always nagging and, uh, you know, make <laughs> sure I do that. So r- really, it's, 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 you have to. These are the things you you have to. And that is the only way you could uh, improve physical health. Not take it for granted and be consistent in doing what you need to do, no matter how small it is, right? No matter how small it is. So that's that's my, my, my take on this topic. I will have to bail out. Um, thank you, guys. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Ashish. We connect uh, um, right Jeremy. off uh, of this call and online. So take care, guys. Have. I'll I'll see you guys um, next week. All right.
1: For sure, Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy.
2: Yeah. Thanks Bye. for having me. Bye. Uh,
1: yep.
4: Just to piggyback off of uh, Jeremy's uh, little uh, pose there, um, that's that's actually something that's really important because that sets the foundation for all of us, right? If if we if let's say like the we've probably all heard of it, right? if you want to get in the best shape of your life. Eat chicken breast. Eat broccoli. Um, boring, right? <laughs> uh, right. So, so that's something that not everybody can do or do for a long time. They'll probably do it for like a month or two, or maybe even longer. But uh, eventually, they'll fall back because they see that um, really juicy piece of steak, and um, it's outside of that. So, you'd rather do something small, one at a time, and consistently, and Grow and progress that over time, right? And I'm not saying we have to do that for the rest of your life, but uh, there should be some type of progress that we can gauge. And we're all just here to get better every day, right? We don't want to be stuck in the same place uh, a year later. So um, yeah, that's a really good point. If it's not sustainable. Um, don't you know? Don't go that route. Find right? something that you can start slow and build on. Mm, that's true. That's good. Yeah, I
5: mean just to back up what was said by both of the guests i mean i think just you know my friend just recommended getting like a a scale in the kitchen just like a portion control because like if you're eating if you take in so many calories and then you exercise and you burn more calories and you're taking in you're gonna like lose weight or keep a healthy weight and so that's what's really important i think again to go accountability like you have someone who's going to be motivated we could like now like you can have like an excel spreadsheet because i'm a data analyst so i enjoy just numbers and the nerd <laughs> so, like you have like a chart and to, oh, okay this week i weighed 180 pounds and i want to get to like 160. so like you know you set that goal and then you just track it and like you see the graph going down you're like okay i'm making progress the graph going up you're like okay what do i need to <laughs> cut out <laughs> it's like it's one of those things where you know it's different for everyone else but more that you do that i guess more relatable to yourself and,
0: you're able to take action and make the choices changes yourself
1: mm, that's good
0: I, uh, my my tips couple things small action is better than no action i know we said that on the show mm, that's good you know if you do five minutes of exercise a day it's better than no exercise and uh, as matt said you can build off that So you turn five minutes into 10, so on and so forth. And the the, the key for me personally, I know a lot of people like this, is to just get started. Like, if I start going for a run, then I'm not going to stop, like, after three minutes. I'm going to go for 10, 20, 30 minutes. I'll finish it out. And then by the time you get into it, you're like, all right, cool. Like, once you start it, you're in. So, you know, that's always been my thing. Just getting started. Once you get that start, then you can even push yourself. And sometimes you do three miles and you're like, you know what, I'm good, let me do a fourth mile. And it's, then you're there. You're already at the point where your adrenaline's rushing and things like that. So small action is better than no action. Um, you know, keep eating healthy, I can tell you all this from personal experience, it's definitely a conscious decision that you have to make, but it's a well worthwhile decision. And the thing I will say for everybody, because this, this applies to me especially, right? If you eat the right portions, you'll be full, and you won't feel really down and overfull. So, you know, I think when you eat just a little something, give yourself a break and see how you feel. And then if you're still hungry, you can have a little bit more, but don't go crazy. Because I've been the person that, like you said earlier, Michelle, Cam, right? You get a plate in front of you. You just finish the plate, right? And I hate wasting food. So when yep. I go out to eat... It's like, oh man, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to let all this good food go to waste. Well, of course, there's leftovers. But who thinks about that, right? <laughs> it doesn't taste
1: good anymore. That's <laughs> no, true.
0: But um, but you know, like, truthfully, you know, the the thing is really, like, set yourself on eating smaller portions, and your body gets accustomed to that. And then once you get accustomed to that, then it's so much easier to have smaller portion meals and lose weight that way. Um because yeah, when you when you just go on the cycle of you go out, you have a big dinner, you don't realize you can have two thousand calories at dinner time and nobody even realizes you're not paying attention. It's real easy to do that actually. So, you know, it's just setting your sights on eating eating healthy and making your conscious decision to eat healthy. And then from there, again all these things start to suffer. So that's my thing.
4: Now remember, remember there's a there's a big difference between uh And I want all of you guys to know this, right? Especially the audience. There's a difference between eating healthy, right, and eating the right portions. So you can eat you can eat healthy and still gain weight,
1: Mm
4: -hmm. right? And you can eat really unhealthy and lose weight. So there's like this little middle gray area you gotta like find, right? A lot of people think like, okay, just I gotta be super healthy. And uh, I'll just get to my goal, um, either, like, getting a bunch of muscle or losing a bunch of weight or body fat. But uh, it's a little bit more um, strategic than that, right? We can't just, you know, uh, eat super healthy. But, um, you know, let's say, like, uh, uh, what's a good example? Uh, um, Steak steak and For example, right? You can eat steak and broccoli to an extent. Um, what what would you guys consider steak and broccoli? Is that healthy or unhealthy? It can be healthy.
1: It can be healthy depending on your portions. Right. If you You have a 30 on the steak, it's probably not gonna be (laughs) healthy. I'm a vegetarian, but I'll just go broccoli.
4: (laughs) (laughs) How about how how about um, uh, a bowl of pasta? could be
0: healthier. Would that right be now? healthy? Depending healthy. How much, yeah, depending on how much you eat. I mean you have a small bowl of pasta and it's like whole wheat pasta. That could actually be very healthy.
4: Would you would you eat a small bowl of pasta though? I would. I, mean, I would okay. Kevin says no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it turns to sugar though.
4: <laughs> yes. But think about it this way, right? How many how many calories does one gram of carbs have? And how many calories does one gram of fats have? Right. You have four grams of ca- uh, four four calories per gram of carb. We have nine calories per gram of fat. So just because you you can eat the same amount, right, in carb, but let's say somebody cuts all their carbs, right, but they eat only fats, what happens to their calorie intake? There's a there's a bigger chance that you can have more calories throughout the day if you don't monitor that, right? So just always be careful with, like, you know, healthy foods and unhealthy foods. Don't take it too seriously in terms of, like, cutting off all carbs because um, that, that brings back to that same topic, right? It's not sustainable. You're going to tend to want to eat some type of carb eventually in your life, <laughs> you yeah. know, and uh, that's not the right approach to take in my opinion.
1: No, and that's really good because I think, even throughout, you know, when I was competing, right, and um, doing bodybuilding and different things, so I look at now. I look back, right, is in our, every aspect of our life, right, consistency in the long game. And I know we talk about this in digital marketing a lot. I'm a digital marketer. Um, it's same thing. Um, you can overdo your content right? We go, oh, let's just post every day. Just go, oh, let's post six times a day. And then you go seven <laughs> times, you know, and then yeah, your few counts start going down because now you're saturating the content, right? And I think when it talks about physical health is very similar, right? Like I didn't, I was always in great shape, right? And for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, slowly, my habits change. And it took little bit by little bit until I fell off. It no longer was a habit anymore. And then the next thing I know, I was unhealthy. And when I was in my, even in my 30s, I would never think, Kevin's going to be unhealthy. I love fitness. I love working out. And all of a sudden, one day I woke up. I'm an unhealthy person. Like, what happened? You know. And then to get back on track, It's a lot harder and it's just like how I teach people about social media and content and different things like that, right? If you only do one post a day, right? It's the little things you do. It can be just a motivational quote, and slowly you build a habit and you start doing more and more. But once you drop off, it becomes a lot harder to keep that consistency. And then now it's a lot harder to catch up to other people who are building content daily you know and same thing with fitness once you drop off and it's like matt says it's no longer habit it's so much harder to get back on track and i think it's doing the little things and making it realistic um and making it like obtainable and sometimes you just have to do it you know and i think it's taking that first step of action right For me, is once I start working out, I still love it. I still have that passion for it, and I like doing it. But it's just getting my mind to actually go do it, you know. And it feels good afterwards. And the same thing, eating healthy, right? Uh, It's really hard the first couple times, uh, you know. But if you do it for a week, you start going, huh, I feel good after a week of eating healthy. And then it becomes a month, you know? And I think it's all about that long game and consistency and habits. And that's with every aspect of, of our lives, you know? So.
4: Yeah, our brains will be programmed to, uh, you know, what, what our current situation needs, right? So, that's why that's why after a while of not eating sugar anymore, um, you, you reintroduce sugar back into your life and you're like, wow, that's actually really sweet compared to if you were eating it all the time, you're just like, wow, this is really good and tasty. I can eat like a whole tub of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It's the same thing. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I think that's true. And uh, probably probably my closing comment on that is that when it comes to fitness, as I mentioned previously, uh, proximity matters. Bring it mm, as good. close to you as, as possible. So your motivation doesn't wane as you travel to your destination. You, you start. The important things to start. When it comes to food, I think the the best way to think about it, especially if we are making the conscious decision to eat healthy, is not to trust ourselves. So don't don't buy your meals when you are hungry. You can't trust yourself when you're hungry. You will eat the same things. Buy, buy your food probably 30 minutes before your usual meal time. When you are not that hungry, you still have the willpower to choose the healthier stuff. When you are hungry, all willpower goes off the window. You are going to eat the same things over and over again. So if you are a fried food junkie, or you are um, you know, like all carbs, or all, all meat, and things like that, you know what you're going to eat. We are creatures of habit. So you have to dissect that. If you really want to eat healthy, you've got to dissect that. You've got to not buy your food when you're hungry. You can't trust yourself. You really can't. It's like, it's like how we treat an alcoholic. You have to keep the bottles out of the, out of his reach. You just can't trust the alcoholic. Our willpower is just too weak sometimes when we are in that moment. So don't make your food decisions when you're hungry. Just don't it would
4: not look Yeah, hey, Aldrich, that's a good point. Uh, it's not even just like, it's not even just your 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 willpower, it's it's your freaking hormones trying to punch you in the face. <laughs> Every time, you know, when you're hungry, you have those, you have, you know, like your ghrelin and everything, like it's like eating the heck out of you, telling you to eat because you're hungry. Because it's just so much, right? Like your body's so smart in terms of like, getting what it wants. So, yeah, that's another topic for another time.
1: <laughs> no, and I think it's so important too, right? Uh, this is what the news isn't telling you. I think a lot of people are so worried right now with you know, not getting COVID, you know, and it's definitely a concern because the virus is real, but no one's talking about, hey, uh, what are things that you can control? Uh, preventative care. And even for myself, that's when I was like, I got to put in a home gym, even though I'm at home, I got to go work out. I need to get healthy again, you know, because I want to, at least if I do get the fires, you know, which, you know, I hope not. Right. And I'm doing everything I can to not, but you don't know. Right. At least I know, Hey, my immune system's in check, you know, I'm healthy, you know, and I think we forget. And, being healthy you know is a luxury is a is wealth you know I think we yeah. focus so much on monetary things and status and we forget you know uh, you lose it all man if you have a health problem you know and even if you don't you don't die from it you know I mean it can cause other issues where you can't perform like you used to and this is coming from someone you know my father died of cancer. Um, you know, in 2007, you know, and he just worked all his life, you know, and then he just dies from cancer, right? And I think preventative care, you know, is so important. And uh, we don't talk enough about in society, you know, we just always talk about like, hey, uh, the fear that's out there, all the stuff, right? But we don't talk about how do we prevent it or things we can control right now. So, um, it was great. And before we end tonight, um, I want to ask Matt, uh, what's one tip you can give, um, regards to more like when it comes to physical health and being home, you know, um, what are things people can do?
4: Um, I would suggest everybody to, if you haven't already to take advantage of the time that you have this year, 2020, um, you get to save tons of time, saving time to go into the gym, saving time driving, saving time and all that stuff. You work on your fitness at home. Um, I mean, on a tip basis, uh, master your body weight, right? If you can learn how your body moves, everybody's a little bit unique, but most of the anatomy stays the same. So if you learn how to squat properly, what's the hinge right um, how to reach overhead how to reach behind your back simple things like that right and then slowly progressing to things like push-ups how to push your body away properly without punching your shoulders um doing things right and consistently over time during the period at home is going to be very important it's exploring your body and staying consistent is what's going to help you get through
1: it. That's good. Thank you. And you guys can follow Matt. You know, he's on LinkedIn. He shares some good um, content um, on fitness as well. And then Ashish, um, so what's one thing that you, when you had that stroke, right, what's one thing that mattered most to you that you can give to our audience? What was one thing that... Came to your mind when that incident happened, and we'll love to hear that. Uh, yeah, thanks, Kevin. Thanks
5: for all you guys for having me on. You know, truly humbled just to share my experience. Um, you know, when you have the stroke, and I had four strokes actually in my lifetime, but it's just one of those things that I found out was from that rare blood disorder. So, you know, one thing my therapist always was just live in the moment, and just focus on today. Don't like You have your goal for life, but just focus on today. Focus on what you have in front of you. Take care of your physical health. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your emotional health. Do all those things necessary. Surround yourselves with the right people. Um, and, you know, reach out to people. I think on LinkedIn right now, just reaching out to different people, being uh, taking part in, you know, podcasts such as this, or reaching out to, you know, Matt and out to him. Like as a coach or my friend Dusty. Who's a fitness coach? I mean, just reaching out to them for advice will definitely help bring yourself up, bring your team up, and just you know, like Tim said, even if you do five minutes of workout a day, that's better than no workout at all a day. So you start small and you build yourself up. and, You know, for me, you know, every morning that I wake up, that's a blessing because I don't know with this autoimmune disorder like exactly like what's going to happen and how that's going to affect my life. So I just, I just take it as it comes, but just try to stay as positive and upbeat as I can. Um, let's try what I do on the internet. I just try to promote positivity um, and encourage everyone just be thankful for who they are. And that's just the message for my life. I just want to share that with everyone.
1: Yep. Connect with Ashish. And um, I appreciate everyone for hopping on our show. Um, we'll be back on next um, Wednesday, um, same time. And we could talk about – um the future of retail, right? um This is Charmy's thing. So, uh, anyway, um I appreciate all your time and thank you so much for hopping on, guys. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. All right. You guys, thank so, you
0: know. guys. so glad you're with us after everything you've been
1: through, man. I know, I for sure. So, right. connect with these guys and we'll talk to you later. Take care.
0: Bye. Night. Bye. Hey, Kev. Bye-bye. Oh.